Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Soap Lore, the official gathering place for newbies, novices, and OG diehard fans of the golden age of prime time. I'm your host, Jed, and we're viewing and reviewing the soapiest, sudsiest primetime storylines of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. It's a Dallas kind of day as we explore Season 3, Episode 7, The Lost Child. Pam is on borrowed time. Let's see if she's going to ride out this six months or no. I'm giving you the good, the bad, the bold, and the bubbly of three iconic soaps. So whether you're new to this or true to this, sit back and enjoy. Tell the kids to play outside or out of sight. Tell Bay no questions, suggestions, or concerns for the next 25-35 minutes. Tell everyone else in earshot to be cool, be quiet, or you will be kicked out because my story is on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is So Four. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome or welcome back to South Florida. We're jumping into Dallas today. This baby shenanigan has gone on long enough. We cannot keep playing with this. Pam's got to make a decision with the quickness and we can't wait. Well, yeah, oh God, can we talk? I'm so excited. Can't wait to see what Jock's ex brings to the table. I hope y'all's day is going well. Forgive me if I sound a little bit different today. I had a little dental work done this morning. Luckily, I think this is the last of the major things that need to be done. So I'm going to push through the soreness and a little bit of numbness to get this episode got. I'm going to watch this in real time today while I eat my soup. Last week's episode was so good. That's when Jock got into a fist fight. First geriatric bar fight I've ever seen in my life. And it was worth every single second. It will be interesting to see the dynamic when they come back home and there's been an attempt on Jock's life. He has confessed his secret to JR and Kristen knows about it now. So we're going to see how that plays out. Go ahead and grab yourself something cool to drink. If you want to watch Dallas, I am watching it on Amazon Prime through the free V app within the Amazon Prime app. It has a few commercials. It's not so bad. 49 minutes is what it's saying. The Lost Child. I'll read the little synopsis for you. It says Bobby finds himself getting attached to Luke, the young son of one of the hired hands, which only makes Pam's effort to tell Bobby, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it says because I haven't pushed it. That's the thing though. If you're trying to watch this like me, if you've never seen it, I'm talking to the fresh, fresh newbies. If you've never seen the show, the way I avoid any spoilers is A, it's 45 years later, no one cares. I generally will, you know, hurry up and switch. As soon as the show's over, as soon as I know the credits roll, I jump off. So I don't even know what the next episode is. I don't know what it's about. I You can do the same thing with Falcon Crest. They always have really dramatic music towards the end. And on Dynasty, of course, I purchased that. So it's like it just kind of rolls into the next one. You, you honestly don't even know what it's called. All right, enough of my babbling. Let's see who's lost child. Lost child. I just realized what that means. Oh, God. Again with this lost child. We had a kidnapped baby last season. Pam fell off the rafters and lost another baby. Again with this. There better not be a kidnapped scene. Oh, and Lucy got kidnapped. Remember that? Bobby got kidnapped. The whole family got held hostage. They are recycling the hell out of that story. I guess I get it. Kidnapping raises the stakes, but the lost child. Let's see what this is. All right, the lost kid. So far, the kid's not lost. He's definitely been found by Bobby. Bobby has a huge just attraction to this kid in a healthy way. Please understand what I'm saying. He likes them. It's been a long time since they had like a little kid 
out on the ranch and it just it makes Bobby really excited about his family. The kid's story is as such him and his dad seem to travel around a lot doing odd jobs to make enough money and they're heading up to Montana where the kid's uncle, the dad's brother, I'm assuming, has some sort of business or a farm or something they want to join. Now he and Bobby are chatting and he says something about wanting a family and Bobby explains to him that, yeah, you and your dad are a family just because it's not a, the traditional nuclear family doesn't make it any less valid. I love this. Sometimes you connect with the people who are your blood and then sometimes you don't. But it's such a such a blessing to connect with people who care for you and don't want anything from you. And this is what this seems to be, this relationship between Bobby and this kid. He just likes them. He basically picked the dad because he saw the kid and he's like, can't have it, which is a great move on the father's part. If you need to be picked, play the sympathy card with the kid. Well, the dad turns up bitten one day by some rattlesnakes. So the kid is now staying with them at the ranch with Alpha Dad. He's staying with him until his dad is fully mended, but his dad is on the mend. What's not is Sue Ellen and JR's relationship. Now, I had all but completely forgotten that he did get shot last week. So he's bobbling around on a cane, still sleeping with Kristen, still all in everybody else's business. But he has this unhealthy obsession this episode with Sue Ellen. Maybe it's his guilty conscience. Maybe he thinks she's doing other things, but she's leaving every morning. She leaves the house every morning to go see a psychiatrist or a therapist or life coach, whatever. She wants to get her mind right. She's been sad for so long and she puts it in these words like, I just don't want to be sad anymore and I want to be a good mother to my son. Now she has confided in her shrink that she had an affair. She's not fully sure of who baby John's dad is and she doesn't want to find out because she's not going to be happy either way. So she realizes she's in a funk and the first thing she needs to do is get her mind right before she can do anything else. And ladies and gentlemen, if this is an excellent life lesson. A lot of times as girls and women, me time, self-care, as we call it now, consists of doing things like getting your hair done, getting your nails done, going out to lunch, taking a long bath. Yes, that's fine. Those are little tiny doses of peace slash a distraction so that you're not you know, overwhelmed. If you find yourself, if you've ever been in a position where you've been a little bit depressed or you've been down or you've been in a slump, getting your hair done and getting your nails done might help you feel good for a moment, but it's not actually solving the problem. You got to get your mind right before you do anything else. Before you quit your job, before you apply to a new job, before you start dating, it doesn't matter what it is. You got to get your mind right. And that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean you have to understand everything, but you do have to acknowledge the fact that the, what you're doing right now is not working for you and move forward. Love to see the depth in Sue Ellen. So that's basically what's going on right now. No one is lost as of this moment. Nothing going on, but Bobby and Pam in their room. Pam walks out wearing my mother-in-law's silk blue robe. I've literally seen her in that so many times. I don't think robes are made like that much anymore. I've seen a couple women when you get married, you know, the bride will have a long silk robe, but you don't see that every day. I think it's time to bring it back. Now, Bobby is chest naked in this scene and it just made me think of something. It is now time for a bubbly battle of the bros. I will, from this moment on, keep track of how many times Bobby swims and how many scenes he's shirtless in 
and do the same for Lance. I feel like we got ourselves a showdown, people. We all know who the sex symbol is on the show. It's clearly him and Ray. Ray takes off his shirt from time to time. I feel like I've seen him sweaty several times. And if he's not chest naked, he's at least got eight of the 10 buttons on his shirt undone. Makes sense for him because he's working outside. Ray, that is. Now, Bobby, he's working outside currently on the ranch. Not currently in the scene, but he's never shirtless then. He's only shirtless like when he's near the house. Pam and Bobby took the little boy out to the movies. They had a great time and she's it's starting to weigh on her. She's starting to crack. She's starting to get worried. And she's like, what if we didn't have a kid of our own? And he's like, girl, don't be crazy. Of course, we're going to have a kid on our own. She's still not saying it. She's looking perplexed, looking pensive, feels like this whole, I can't tell you, um, I have this rare disease thing is coming to an end. Yesterday, I said I wasn't going to spoil the whole episode, but I feel I have no choice. So, fiends, I'm beyond pissed. First and foremost, this episode is called The Lost Child. In my mind, I'm thinking someone's getting kidnapped. No, no, Pam loses the baby. I fully now know y'all are thinking. Now, Jet, didn't you just say last week that pregnant women weren't safe? Yes, I said that. I fully said that. However, I did not in my wildest dreams think there would be two mis- I thought for sure she'd fall down the steps. I was actually waiting for her to fall down the steps. Pam, that is. I didn't think she'd lose the baby. And if so, how tacky is that to name this episode The Lost Child? That's not creative at all, Dallas. My goodness. By season three, you got to be a little bit more nuanced in your titles. Just The Lost Child. Come on now. So anyway, Pam... Wakes up one morning, everybody's gone. She decides she's going to go outside. Jock and Ellie are eating breakfast. And they're like, oh, he, Bobby's not here. He went to go ride horses. And she, I thought she was going to be like, oh, okay, I'll wait for him. But she goes, that sounds like a great idea. I'll go ride too. And then Ellie opens her mouth. And I'm thinking, surely Ellie's going to be like, well, honey, no, you're pregnant. You shouldn't be riding horses. No, sir. No, ma'am. No cheese. No spam. She rode the damn horse. It got spooked by this rattlesnake. She falls off. Now, this is the second soap opera. Dynasty, definitely last season, Crystal fell off a horse, lost her baby. This is how this girl loses her baby. She's fallen from a barn rafter and a a horse at this point. I'm so frustrated. Something good did come out of it. She was finally able to confess to Bobby about having the disease, and now he knows that baby John might also have this disease. Sue Ellen, on the other hand, was minding her own business, y'all. This trips me out. She's at the pool, (laughs) only she's wearing pantyhose at the pool. So she's at the pool tanning. JR comes over because his PI has let him know where she goes every morning, that she goes to a psychiatrist. This happens to be the same psychiatrist who is, for lack of a better term, he sleeps with all all of his clients. That's not the case with he and Sue Ellen. I'm not even sure she knows that. But Jr. finds out and he goes just he he hobbles over to antagonize her, asking her why she's going to see this man. And she begrudgingly confesses because she wanted to take control of her life. He came over to poke the bear. And it's bad enough this man is sleeping with her baby sister. There's no need to add insult to injury. So he's like, yes, Sue Ellen, you would pick the one guy who can have you, you just want to sleep with them because all you want to be is a tramp. You want to be a Ewing, but you want to be a tramp too. You just want it all. And she again is so fed up 
so unbothered by him that she's like, man, so what if I do? Let's say I do sleep with him. Are you going to be more upset about that or all the little secrets of yours? I'm going to tell him while he's spying on Sue Ellen. He better make sure Kristen don't tell all his business because she is saving every receipt. She has not missed a single clue. She's definitely the one to watch this season. So the remainder of the episode is Bobby coming to terms with the fact that Pam has this disease. Cliff coming to terms that his baby also may have the disease. And Bobby saying goodbye to the little boy, Luke. He and his dad come by at the end of the episode to say goodbye. And they they do this really beautiful, dramatic, it felt like a TV movie a happy TV movie at the end where somebody runs and run back and they hug whoever they love. And then they get on that plane to Paris or wherever they're supposed to go and ended very cinematically. And Bobby has been boohooing ever since he lost the baby. I'm a tiny bit frustrated at the fact that Sue Ellen was drunk her entire pregnancy. She fell down all the steps and she crashed a whole car and still managed to have a baby within seven episodes. You can't keep pushing Pam off horses and barns and whatever else she's managed to fall off of every time she gets knocked up. I said every time, <laughs> every time she gets knocked up. It's kind of a weird thought, but I'm trying to think on Falcon Crest. I don't think Melissa ever ran into any issue, but you know what? The night is young. That seems to be the formula. You're either going to carry out this pregnant. Oh, no, that's right. She had Joseph too early. Can't just give birth in the soap opera. You have to have some sort of drama surrounding it, which is really, really what I was expecting with Pam. I fully expected her to fall down the steps and then there was going to be drama surrounding the baby, but everything would be okay. And I really don't know enough about the show to know if they have any kids later on. I would I would think. They seem like they would definitely adopt, but I don't have to worry about all that. This episode was fantastic. Top to bottom, lots of drama. Oh, Jock does ask JR if he took care of business, i.e. did you set up the trust for my ex-wife? And this is the first time I've ever seen JR on the show kind of be a little bit combative with his dad. So he's he's not really being combative. He's being extremely passive aggressive by saying, oh, he'll get to it. And Jock's pissed. And he's like, if you don't do it now, I'll come in the office and do it myself. But we all know he's not going to do that because then he'd have to tell Ellie had a whole ex-wife that he kept from her for the last 40 plus years. She probably already knows though. She would kind of have to. I bet she doesn't miss much money, you know, being sent off secretly. He's had to slip at least once or twice. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Oh, yes. Yes, there is. So there is a scene where Cliff and Digger Barnes go to see Pam. This is right after she lost the baby. And, you know, they they visit her and then they leave and they go sit down on a bench. And Digger Barnes is basically telling Cliff that he's got to get his life together. It's no way to live. You need a partner. You don't want to be old and have no one to take care of you. And Cliff's not, Cliff's not really taking the bait. Until the dad says something to the effect of, um, if a man doesn't become a dad, he'll be a child his whole life. I was like, bars. That's an incredible thought. Now, I know people have a choice. You don't always have to have children. I don't think having a child matures people straight away. Not all people. 
but I can definitely see how that can. I think having a purpose, a child is a very strong purpose, not the only purpose in your life because not everybody is meant to have children. But when you have purpose, when you have something or someone or several someones, depending on you being a good person, it will change the way you live your life if you allow it to. But that change has to come. It's just like I said about Sue Ellen, you have to get your mind right. I think a lot of times people are pushed into maturity because they see that there's a child that has needs and they're just kind of activating something that's already in them. But dang, I was like, that is a really interesting take. And I would just kind of love to hear other people's opinion about that. If a man never has a child, he'll always be a child. Something like that. Well, Cliff does end up confessing that he has a baby. This is where it gets real messy. He's like, dad, you have a grandson. You do have a legacy. Sue Ellen Ewing and I had an affair last year and John Ross Ewing III is actually my son. Well, now Digger's all mad. He's gotten all in his feels. Now he's, he's ready to rage on Jock. Now, how long do you think it's going to be before he runs his mouth? Luckily, he used to be a drunk, so people are going to, but we'll just have to wait and see. That's a really good episode. I know these are a little quicker than usual, but I kind of like this format more. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay hydrated, stay moisturized, and remember to keep all of your drama on TV.